Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devils podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Bet just $1 on any NFL game this week. Get $100 in free bets if either team scores and you sign up using that promo code PHNX. You can even bet on that gross game that's about to happen in Buffalo tonight. Michaela, have you seen the videos of what it looks like down there right now? Yeah, you could not pay me enough money to either play or watch that game in person, so... You know what those videos reminded me of? Hmm. Studio B. It is so cold in here. It is Antarctica in this studio. There's I'm my freezing. weekly reminder that I'm cold, um, brought to you by my DraftKings Sportsbook app jacket that I'm wearing right now. Um, hey, I have a jacket, a DraftKings jacket on, too. Yeah, but yours isn't as cool as mine. I agree to disagree. Mine's tie-dye, and yours is just black, so I think mine's cooler. My mommy said I look good in black. <laughs> it's the only opinion that matters. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, well, some news came out this morning regarding ASU football. Um, defensive end slash linebacker Jordan Banks has thrown his name into the transfer portal. He is gone. Um, not a How huge... cool would it be if the transfer portal was like an actual portal? They yeah, like launch themselves thinking, in like there. Like the Dr. Pepper commercials. Have you yeah. seen those? Yeah. 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 That'd be really fun. Where I would, would you go that. before you decided to go to the school? Like a purgatory? Yeah. You would just like hang out until you made a decision and then the portal would spit you out at the new school. The only thing that would be in the purgatory would be like unseasoned chicken. Um, no, it'd be like when, and you know, in the movies when like they like trans, they travel to a purgatory, it's like all white and it's just like a vast nothingness. It's just mm-hmm. white everywhere. That's what it would be like. Would there be food? No, nothing. But you wouldn't get hungry? You no. You just don't feel yeah. anything? You would just be in like limbo until you I decide feel like that's what you're, you're feeling today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, look, Banks wasn't a huge loss. Um, redshirted both years, so he still has um, his games or uh, his full eligibility. He only paid, played in three games this year. Um, so technically accumulating no years played total. Um, that was at 10 around 1046 around that was exactly at 1046 this morning um but then news did come um shortly after about 45 minutes after um asu was gaining somebody from the transfer portal um rodney gross jr from um mississippi state um tweeted out a graphic of him with the forks up logo wearing asu um football jersey um he looks very happy in this picture. He does look very happy. Um, I'm happy. I'm for also him. happy. 
I think this is a good addition. He's um, a big dude. He was a highly sought after recruit in 2020. Yep. He had offers from 27 different schools, including Alabama, Auburn, Ole Miss, and Oklahoma. So definitely a big, big name and a big guy. Yep. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for this. I think this is a good pickup for ASU. He still has four years yep. of eligibility left too. So that's huge. And um, I think he's going to provide a lot of good depth for the Sun Devils as they do have a handful of senior starters at linebacker that they're going to lose this year. Yeah. Um, the only thing I am scared about is losing Eric Gentry. Um, obviously a huge, huge part in ASU's defense this year as a freshman. He was really, really good. Um, so hopefully he isn't one of the people that is transferring. I bet a lot of I bet we're going to hear a lot more news about transfers coming out or leaving Arizona State. Um Two people I'm really hoping don't decide to leave are Jordan Clark and Eric Gentry, but we will see on that. Um, more big news happened over the weekend. Everybody kind of expected this, but Arizona State will play Wisconsin in the Las Vegas Bowl. Las Ace Vegas, is going to baby. Vegas, baby. Um, Las Vegas. That game is at um, a nice 8.30 p.m. <laughs> kick time. Nice and early. On December 30th. Um Wisconsin's also eight and four on the year, um, 86th in the NCAA and total yards per game on offense, sitting at 377. ASU is 66 at 399.9, almost 400. But after the this embodiment of the that's a really gruesome word, <laughs> um, after Alabama destroyed Georgia's defense, um, Alabama scored more points and more yards than Georgia had given up all year in a, in a game um, by halftime in that game. After that happened, uh, Wisconsin actually took the spot at number one in total yards allowed per game with only 240, but they play in the Big Ten, so I don't really count that. Um, they do have a good defense, not taking anything away from that, but the, team, the offense that they've played this year aren't the best. Yeah, no. Um, I don't have a lot of faith that this game is going to go in the Sun Devils' favor. They're really? also underdogs on the DraftKings Sportsbook mm-hmm. app right now. So DraftKings Sportsbook also does not have this game going in their favor. Um, <sighs> look, ASU's history in the Las Vegas Bowl, although short, has not been good. <laughs> they obviously lost to Fresno State in 2019 when they were last at the Las Vegas Bowl. And if you can lose to Fresno State, you can definitely lose to Wisconsin you kind of already mentioned uh, Wisconsin's stats there, but uh, I think if ASU has any competitive advantage in this game, it's I think our quarterback is more mobile than their quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> and so if any offense is going to be generated from rushing touchdowns, I guess that would be the one area that I think ASU has a little bit of an advantage. Yeah. Um, Graham Mertz, the quarterback for Wisconsin, uh, not the best uh Numbers pretty similar passing to Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels, um, 2200 yards, 10 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Graham Mertz, um, 1800 yards, nine touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Very similar. Uh, Graham Mertz's scrambling numbers are virtually non existent, probably, I think, only like 30 yards total on 10 attempts. Just doesn't run very often. I think this game's going to be, for lack of a better word, a little boring. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm taking the under in this game. Uh, I'm sure it'll change by the time the game starts, but it's at 43 right now. I just think this is going to be a really gross game. Wisconsin plays gross football. So I'm excited to see what ASU's offense can do against their quote unquote really good defense. 
I don't know. I this game's just gonna be weird. It's at eight thirty in Vegas. Like, can we just talk about for a second how pointless bowl games are? Unless <sighs> it's like the Sugar Bowl or the Con Bowl or the Orange Bowl or the Rose Bowl. Hmm. Am I missing any of the other important ones? There's a lot of quote unquote important ones, but no. Like, they're, like I, I hate them. I mean, I I I just think it's demoralizing for some players when they have to think about what they're playing in. Um, yeah, it really started this whole movement with players sitting out really started with christian mccaffrey um mm-hmm. i remember he sat out and everyone was like oh what like you're not a real you know you're not a real college football player everyone got so mad but dude like the thing about his career in the nfl the man's gotten injured so much like i, I it's, it's the smart thing to do when just don't like if you're an nfl ready talent um and you're playing in a game that you get a trophy for for a fake bowl game like the outback steakhouse bowl like what do you fucking get a <laughs> cheese it bowl yeah, do you get a free blooming onion okay I, actually i would be mad about that yeah honestly onions I'd, are fire. I'd play my ass off for Hell a free yeah. blooming onion. that'd be so fun a lifetime supply of blooming what if they're onions? like oh, what if they're like up. you get a for the outback steakhouse bowl you get a blooming onion and then they give it to you and it's a blooming onion trophy and you can't eat it i'd be so pissed Ooh, i'd be salty about that are you a big outback steakhouse gal the biggest really yes some shrimp on the bobby <laughs> oh my god um yeah so i'm not really super excited for this game um uh, well i mean i'll watch it but I just think it's so pointless. Why are why are all these teams playing a bowl game? I know why. It's to make other people money, but yeah. it's just silly to me. It's demoral like you said, it's demoralizing for the players. I don't really have any interest in it. It has no effect on my life as an ASU fan either way. It's just silly to me. I think we need to reconsider heavily <laughs> these bowl games. I just love the uh, creation of an extra bowl game this year. I don't oh even remember gosh. the name of it, but it's something I, classic, which I know, is hilarious. That's the best part is it's a, the first year it's happening, and they created an extra bowl game specifically to get every eligible team in. But they named it something classic, like it's blah 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 classic. Yep. It's the classic. Um, and how can you call something classic when this is the first time being made, and probably the only time it's going to be played? It's just it doesn't make any sense. To you me. know what's even more demoralizing than not going to an important bowl game? Spilling something on a white shirt. Yeah, that sucks. To... But going to a a bowl game in like El Paso, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, what? Like at least the Las Vegas bowl is like kind of cool because you get to go to Vegas and hang out in Vegas with your teammates and do all of the touristy things in a cool city but yeah. how like what do you do in el paso texas dude you just, come at, you just come at people's throats in this show <laughs> You're like honestly why would you ever live there and then you just gl- glide past it uh, the one thing i am hearing a lot of is nebraska and their fans and asu and their fans are very very heavy drinkers um and vegas is the perfect place for it so people are really scared about fights breaking out during the game which i I'm all I'm not all for fights breaking out, but I'm all for uh, two fan bases that get really drunk and go to a bowl game. Um, I'm really excited to see what comes comes from that. Yeah, the blackout bowl. Ooh, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun name. I'm kind of down. I'm surprised the Barstool didn't go with the blackout bowl for their uh, Arizona bowl. Uh, Well, as we mentioned, ASU is seven point underdogs in this game on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you want to bet on this game or anything else, head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use that promo code PHNX when you sign up. If you bet just $1 on any NFL game this week and either team scores a point, and there might not be a point scored in the game tonight because of how cold it is. So I wouldn't bet on this one. Uh, maybe the under, 
Um, but if either team scores a point in the game that you bet on, you get $100 in free bets this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, it's reliable. Most of all, it's super fun. Um, I had an okay weekend. The Lions are the bane of my existence. Once again, Jared Goff um, and that Detroit Lions team robbed me of money scoring in the last second of that game. I really uh, think you should never bet on the Lions ever I don't again. bet on the Lions. I bet against them or on the under. And All I right, bet well, on the Anything ulti- involving the Lions is just a no-go from here yeah. on out. Dan Campbell and Jared Goff shared a hug at the end of that game, and that was very fun to see. Um, but other than that, I hated it. I hated everything about it. I was also on the wrong end of the Baltimore Ravens going for two and trying to beat the Steelers in the last play of the game. I had their money line in a parlay with the Seahawks money line. So if you want to be crushed like I was, Head over the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. That's 21 plus Arizona only gambling problem. Call 1-800 next step. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. Um, should should you get some more comfortable shoes? No, these are actually very comfortable. Because you need to walk back wow. your comments. ASU basketball gets oh the win in Eugene God. for the first time since 2011. And this team looked like they can play basketball <sighs> at a competitive level. Um, they win 69 Nice to 67. Shoot me for thinking that a team that only scored 29 points against Washington State and hasn't won since 2011 in Eugene, yeah. in Eugene was going to go there and win. I feel like that was a very like well, educated. Well, guess. you said there was no chance, and I said there was. You said there's no way that did get you it really to- believe it though, or are you just saying yes, that to I be a, a devil's advocate? I you really thought that they had a chance. Yes, 100. I have. I think they have a chance in every game they play this year, except for maybe U of A. But th- I'm, I, I'm I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to get into it. I've said it so many times. Just look, this was a huge win, especially coming off one of the most historically awful performances by an ASU basketball team in their entire history of being a school uh, to come back in, in a hostile environment in Pac-12 play and beat a really solid Oregon team um, on the road is just it, it, it speaks volumes to this team. It shows you that they have heart. Um, they had a guy. Uh, in that game, and that was DJ Horn. He was phenomenal. He had 23 points uh, on 9 of 18 shooting, 3 for 9 from the three-point line. Uh, he was all over the place. He stepped up when they needed him most. He hit the 3 to tie it with 3 seconds left in regulation, and from there, ASU was able to get the win after a Jay Heath um, 3, which, by the way, everyone is giving credit to the ball movement and that play, but the biggest thing that happened on that damn play where Jay Heath hit the 3 was, even though he had no points, Marion Jackson drove to the basket and swung the ball, I believe, to DJ Horn in the corner, who then passed it to Jay Heath. Um, and if that doesn't happen, ASU doesn't win this game. A beautiful hockey assist from Marion Jackson to get that game-winning three. Jay Heath was 5 for 10, 14 points, including what would end up being the game-winning three. Incredible, um, first of all. But I think that's what they – I mean, that's what they – he transferred from Boston College, and that's what they were hoping he was yeah. going to turn into. He averaged like 13 points at Boston College. So, I mean, they were hoping that he was going to be – generating a lot of offense and a big score for this team. And I think the quiet start that he had at the beginning of the year was a little concerning to everyone. But last night, his performance was, I think, what we were all expecting from him. Yeah, well, I mean, he's ramped it up, and people forget that the dude had COVID at the start of the year. Right, yeah. So it was a slow start. I, uh, I saw people really saying these transfers aren't that great, um, and all of them have had good games. Marion Jackson only one good game with that 17-point performance. But I think it will come even when he's not scoring. He was over five last night with no points. Not good. What is going on with him? What is the issue? It's all mental, I think. Um, 
he's just trying to find a groove. Look, when you play in the Mac and you're averaging 20 points, it's so much different than playing in the pack and averaging 20 points. Yeah. Uh, Toledo doesn't get the same opponents, uh, different offense. He was kind of the guy guy there. Now there's scoring almost at every position on ASU's team. uh, And he just has to adjust. Uh, I'm not worried. I still, he contributes in other ways when he can't score. I mean, he's a great rebounder for his size. He finds the open guy. He plays tough defense. He's just a physical presence for what is surprisingly a six-foot guard. He, he, I'm not really worried about him. Another guy that had a slow start that was also out because of COVID, Jalen Graham. Uh, not eye-popping stats from him, but my God, was he huge on defense. He ended up fouling out at the end of the game. But, he, I, I mean, it was, it, was, it was just impressive to see him come back and insert himself into a lineup where he was kind of not getting as many minutes. I don't know if that was because of COVID restrictions and uh, kind of easing him back into the lineup, but I thought he was great last night. Yeah. I think overall their perimeter defense was incredible. Mm -hmm. It was definitely their best perimeter defensive performance they've had all year. Their interior defense on the other hand is another story, Yeah, but they did guard the perimeter really, really well last night. Obviously, what you were mentioning with Jalen Graham and his defense was a big part of that too. So it was nice to see them kind of figure out um, how to guard the perimeter better because I think that was their best game, um, best example of that gate of that specific uh, skill set that game. So obviously they need to. I think they definitely need to work on their interior defense. But it was nice to see them step up in that way. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit concerning when um, when you see a, a big guy have their way with your team. Um, Big Frank, Frank Yang. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, last night on the broadcast, they barely said his name because Bill Walton just kept calling him Big Frank. Is that uh, the Cameroon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cameroon, macaroon, Cam- Cameroon mushroom, macaroon, whatever. mushroom, who cares? Uh, that was a stat, or that was a quote from him last night. Uh, he he had he had his way with ASU. He had 17 points in that game on 7 of 9 shooting. Um, really scored at will inside. Um, but that was mostly due to positioning. It wasn't due to being overpowered when he had the ball it was mostly lazy positioning or missed rotations by um, ASU's bigs. Uh, speaking of ASU's bigs, after Jalen Graham fouled out and Alonzo Gaffney fouled out in overtime, they went with uh, E-Block, as I'm calling him now, um, because <laughs> of the huge block he had at the end of the game um, on a three-point attempt. That was just massive. He didn't have any other stats, basically. I think he had one rebound in the game, but that one block, which I don't think they've even credited it to him yet, uh, was just so big. Um, and that set the tone for the final possession with three seconds left where they weren't able to really get anything good going. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see him. As I said on the show last night, lots of raw talent with him, but you can't teach height and weight, and he has both of those. You can see the touch kind of coming together, but the defense is one thing that I think he's it's just invaluable. Um, so I'm really excited what he can do. Uh, Kamani Lawrence played 39 fucking minutes last night, uh, 39 out of 45 because it went to overtime. He was awesome. He was getting double teamed at the start of the game, which is crazy to me because if you would have told me that at the start of his career when he was virtually a non-factor on offense that he would be getting double teamed in a Pac-12 game, um, I would have told you you were crazy. He had 13 <laughs> points on five of nine shooting. He's just been so awesome. Um, gets rebounds when you need them, including the offensive rebound at the end of regulation. He's just been awesome. I, I love I love me some Kamani Lawrence. I do. I do too. And I think he's a great leader and a great human being for this team, which is even more important to have high character mm-hmm. people like that on yeah. your roster. Um, so with this win, ASU breaks their five-game losing streak. They're now three and six. Um, GCU at home on Thursday at 7 30 
if you are not planning on going to that game, shame on you. This is the first matchup against GCU. Uh, two big names in Tayshawn Cherry and Holland Woods over there. Um, and you just know that GCU is going to be loud and representing well at DFA. So the 942 crew is going to need to. Oh, is there over- going to be like a battle of student sections? Oh, at- for sure. GCU <gasps> travels. I mean, what else? Well, I mean, they're like, what, 10 minutes down the road? Yeah, and they don't have much else to do with their lives. Um, <laughs> they literally I started have this nothing joke, else I, to I do. I said this joke last night, um, and I'm going to do this all week, including on the show, win or lose on Thursday. It sucks at the games at 7.30 because of their curfew. They'll have to leave at halftime. Um, I, I'm surprised that they're letting the guys, the, the girls and guys sit in the same section. I heard that they might not do that. They're going to have to bathe them in holy water when oh, yeah. they get back to campus. Whoa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one question before we get off of ASU basketball. Is ASU basketball back, baby? No. No. <laughs> Come absolutely on. Absolutely not. Give me this. I think, look. I'm happy that obviously I'm happy that ASU beat Oregon. That was great to watch. They oh, had, are you? Well, yes. Okay, like I said, <laughs> it was not unrealistic to think that they were going to lose that game. No, it I'm wasn't. sorry, it's not. I think the biggest issue with ASU was they the inconsistency. I don't know what this team is. No, to they this don't day, I still don't know. They don't. I they beat Oregon and they only scored 29 points against Washington State. So I have no idea what this team is, what they're going to be, what they have to offer. I could not tell you. So. Good for them for going into Oregon and getting their first win in Eugene since 2011. I think that's great. I still don't have faith in this team because I just don't know what they are. They're so inconsistent. They don't have any semblance of a cohesive unit. And so, you know, I I hope that they can figure it out quickly because the time is running out to figure out what this team is going to be. And, you know, they've got some big defining moments on their schedule coming up, but I'm just having a hard time with this team. I just, I don't know what they are. Yeah, no, for sure. I I completely get the um, skepticism you have. Uh, It's warranted, but this is a huge turning point in this. It could, sorry, it can be a huge turning point in the season if they capitalize. Look, after a big win, um, especially against a conference opponent like Oregon on the road, you can really gain some confidence as a unit, as a team. and in your coaching staff, uh, DJ Horn speaks really highly of Bobby Hurley on the postgame uh, interview last night. He had some really good things to say about Hurley and how much he respects him. And even though um, they lost very badly in the game against Washington State, um, Hurley stuck with the script. Um, and if and if the ASU would have gotten blown out again um, in Oregon and he stuck with the script, stuck with the script, it'd be a different story. But the fact that he has the faith to stick with the same game plan and it to work the next game after only putting up 29 points in one game, um, it gives you some faith in what this, this these players think of the staff. And it gives you some faith in the coaching staff in general because of how much confidence they ha- they have in their own team. And I think he has he, he has the right to be confident in this team. There's as I've said, there's so many individual talents on this roster. Um, you have guys that can do different things. Um, and Jemiah Neal, who plays defense very well, and Alonzo Gaffney, who can stretch the floor, um, and Kamani Lawrence, who's a Swiss Army knife. And you have three incredible scores at the guard position. They 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 rightfully have confidence in this team. And I think if they can take this confidence in the right direction and have a really good week of practice leading up to Thursday's game. Um, I don't think they should have any problem with GCU. GCU plays so slow. They're like 350th in pace in the NCAA. <laughs> um, and I think that really matches up well against ISU because of how fast they or how good they can play when they play fast. If they can control the tempo of this game at home 
and get out to an early lead. I think this game is over by the 15 minute mark or the the 16 minute mark timeout in the first half. I um, hope so. It just I depends. hope that they just run it up on those ASU uh, rejects that they got over at GCU. <laughs> I had a, uh, I had the a leftovers. Se- I had a semi-viral tweet um, in college. Uh, I tweeted, uh, "GCU girls only use Tinder to find parties at ASU." That I I would agree with that. Well, it, was, it was true. <laughs> it was very true. But yeah, no, I I hope that they beat the crap out of GCU and they make uh, Tayshon Cherry and Hollywood feel bad. You really don't us. like Tayshon Cherry? No, I don't. He, mm-hmm. he he does like to fall around a lot. Oh my um, gosh, he's the biggest flopper I've ever seen. In my I life. am a big fan of Holland Woods, though. Um, I he wasn't great for us last or for for the Sun Devils last year, but I still really enjoyed. I really enjoy his game. He's he's having a pretty good year at GCU. Was really good at Portland State, local guy. Um, so I'm surprised Tayshon Cherry has been able to stay healthy this season because dude's made of glass. <laughs> um, come find me, Tayshon Cherry. Well, <laughs> just kidding. You know what else is made of glass? <laughs> Johnny's Bones. Johnny Venerable at gophnext.com. He's a small, frail man. He hasn't been on the bet show in a while because he's shrinking. I got word today that he has stopped shrinking, um, and he will be back on the PH next day, the bet show um, tomorrow. However, he writes some really good stuff uh, about the Arizona Cardinals, and you can only find that at gophnext.com. He has a great article out about how it doesn't really matter that the Cardinals can't stop the run right now. All that matters is they're winning games, and when this offense is clicking, they're impossible to beat. And I agree. He has some really fun modern-type articles that are pretty funny to read, and they're really good reads. Um, He does some really good stuff for them, as well as Gerald Bourget for the Suns. And you can find all that content and more at gophnext.com. Become a member today. You can join just 50 cents for your first month, or you can get an annual membership for just under 60 bucks with a free T-shirt thrown in as well. You get access to the members-only Discord um, and a lot of other perks, including deals of the week uh, and things alike. So become a member today. Join the family. It's just more fun when you're a part of our family. So, um, yeah. Come be a part of our family. (laughs) That sounded (laughs) cult-like. I wasn't a cult in college, so you and I both were actually not in the same one. Different cults. Cults that um, collided. Yeah. Cults that. On many occasions. What's it? What am I looking for? I don't know. I I'm doing something you. with my hands. <laughs> Obviously, you can't see. I'm just going to stop there. ASU women's basketball um, went undefeated this weekend at the ASU Classic. They beat UTSA on Saturday, 68 to 44. Oh, yeah, uh, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Taya Hansen and Jaden Simmons both had 10 points, which was the team high. But the most impressive part was that everybody that played in the game scored up at least a point. Uh, Miles Giles had four steals. I know how much you love her. She was oh, awesome I love her. Day, even better on Sunday as they beat Harvard 91 to 54. Uh, she had 14 points, 12 rebounds, and five assists. She really just is everywhere. It's uh, her second double-double this season. Mm-hmm. She's, she provides full-court pressure. She's just... She's everywhere. That, that's the only she way is everywhere. She's unavoidable. She's like Thanos in that bitch. She's inevitable. <laughs> Thanos in that bitch. Um, Jay Lavelle led the way in scoring against Harvard. 19 points on 6 of 12 shooting. The Lady Devils are now 4-4. Four and four. They play a strong Creighton team on the road on Sunday at noon. Creighton is 5-2 and two on the year. That's going to be a huge test for the Sun Devils team. But luckily, they have a week of practice ahead of them that I will try to be getting out to and talking to some of the players to see what's going right and what they can improve on later in the year. I'm really excited for this team. Uh, I know you have a lot more optimism um, for this team than you do the men's uh, basketball team. But. I do, yeah. They, they To me, they look like 
a much more cohesive unit. They're firing on way many more cylinders than the ASU men's team is right now. So that was not grammatically correct. I'm sorry. You've had a long day. Uh, I have had a long day. But I am really looking forward to this ASU women's basketball team. And I do agree that the game against Creighton will be a big test. One that I think that they can rise to and meet the challenge. Um, they can also, in my opinion, squeak out a win. But I love AC women's basketball. What position would you play if you were good? Uh, I feel like a. You look like a four. I feel like I'm not tall enough to be a center. No, you look like a four. You look like a stretch four. Sure. Yeah. I'd be. You could shoot the ball from deep, but also mix it up in the glass. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have really great hand-eye coordination. Yeah, but but you're not good at basketball. So I said, if you were good at basketball. Oh, if I was good, yeah, 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 we'll go with that. I'd be four. I would. Right now, I think I would be good at um, support, morally, mm-hmm. and audibly. I think I'd be really good on the bench scaling. Um, <laughs> I want. I really want to get an opportunity to be on the practice squad that plays against their Yeah, them. That, that plays against them. That'd be fun. Jade Lavelle's arms. Uh, She's if, amazing. She, she has some cannons she does have some cannons and she plays like she's she's awesome i would be terrified i would not want to catch her outside (laughs) (laughs) well you can catch us outside on thursday um well i'll actually be inside because i'll be at the gcu game coming to you live right after the game at 7 30 um we'll also be live on friday i'm talking everything asu football and basketball um and it's just gonna be another fun show if you didn't catch our show (laughs) last friday please go watch it on our youtube channel it was hilarious um michaela cried at one point (laughs) i don't know if those were tears of joy or yes they were absolutely tears of joy (laughs) um yeah so if you haven't kept if you didn't catch that um go ahead and watch that if you're listening um well you this is the only place you're listening if you're watching this somehow i'm terrified because we're not putting this out anywhere on video um so if you since you're listening leave a nice review i've asked this for the last week if you're leaving a review on audio please say something nice about my hair even though you can't see it i'm still waiting on that comment um follow me at shane deef on twitter you can follow michaela at michaela e perkins e for electric yeah e for electric um on twitter <laughs> you can follow the show at phnx underscore sun devils you can follow phnx sports across all socials at phnx underscore sports including our youtube channel where you can subscribe turn your comments on and uh just overall get some really good content there's going to be some stuff coming out um that i will be producing for asu women's and men's basketball that i'm very excited for so keep an eye on that and if you haven't um i don't know where i'm going yeah i think you kind of just uh, covered everything i think i got everything guys have a fantastic rest of your day we'll be back on thursday as i said for a post game show against gcu thanks for tuning in as always and peace peace